Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. everybody hello welcome to the black and kinky lifestyle podcast this is the bomber and the bell this is our 65th episode it should be eligible to apply for social security is that <laughs> yes. is 65 still the age <laughs> it is i don't know the world's been changing all kinds of assumptions have been challenged i don't know <laughs> anyway Yo, 65th episode. So we, we got some things to talk about. So one thing in this episode that I'm really excited about is the fact that we actually got to talk to uh, Jeff Abraham, um, who is uh, the CEO of uh, the company that made the Promiscent uh, lubrication that we've just been raving about. Yes, and they also sponsored uh, the last podcast, The Palooza. That's right. And I was, uh, again, I can't overemphasize uh, the um, quality of the lube that these folks make. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But, uh, yeah, we were glad to have him on. I was interviewing him um, while Belle was watching our little one. Um, But I just wanted to give you guys a preview of what's going to be coming up in this show. There's a lot to this man's story. I mean... You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, you know, it's a white dude that sells fucking sex chemicals and shit, and <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I had also, I had all kinds of assumptions. I'm just like, oh, it's just some fucking rich white guy. So we're just gonna have him on the show. He's gonna talk about his shit and continue making money. But yo, this dude, this dude is real, man. This dude hustled. Like he he had some struggle in his life and some real tragedies mm. and. Um, some point he, you know, ended up, uh, leaving a company and, and, um, uh, because they were practicing some kind of discriminatory practices against black folks and mm-hmm. other folks of color and shit. Uh, and there was just a whole court battle. Like the dude really had quite a life. Um, and, and he's not, he's not, he's not ethnically non-monogamous, which <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised when he told me that on the show. I was like, oh, shit, you don't swing. Um, just like, yo, get with the program. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, uh, yo, I had a really good time talking with him. We got into some really, really deep stuff. Uh, and I, I appreciated that. Like, it was it was a really, dude, me and this dude were just really kicking it, man. Really geeking out on, you know, we, we were both well read in terms of, uh you know, male sexuality uh, and some of the issues of it that don't necessarily get talked about in mainstream uh, conversations. And uh, we were just geeking out on that shit, just talking about like, you know, premature ejaculation, you know, um, erectile dysfunction, you know, what it can do to a relationship. It's Mm -hmm. not just about not being able to perform, but how that can spread into other aspects of the relationship. So it should be a really, uh, really great for you guys to hear. And I hope you like it. But before we get into that, we're just going to do a little bit of our pre-show conversations uh, and 
uh, one thing I want to just let people know that I didn't talk about a lot in the <laughs> in the last episode, or we didn't talk about a lot in the last episode, but um, there are some pictures that we put on Patreon, and they were of you, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I don't think I emphasized enough that they were post edible. <laughs> What happens when the bell just has edibles and she's feeling herself in the light? Mm-hmm. Like it was, or in the dark, however you want to look at it. And they're just these pictures of her just <laughs> really feeling herself. And I just started snapping photos and they came out really nice. Yeah, they were cute. Um, so I posted one of them on Twitter and I think I, no, I didn't post it on Instagram. Um, but yeah, if you are on Patreon, be sure to check those out. So I just also wanted to tell a story. Um, that begins with you taking a little tumble down the stairs this week. (laughs) So do you want to just share like what happened? Um, (laughs) (laughs) so it was, you know, early in the morning, um, I was taking our son downstairs. I was getting ready for a call and I was taking our son downstairs to get him set up so that he could be, you know, vibing out to his show with his snacks and all that shit. Um, while I was on my call and I don't know I honestly don't know what happened Um, I don't know if I was just moving too fast or what but (laughs) like my feet like I just remember my feet slipped from you know under me and went forward and then like as soon as that happened I was like oh this is about to be a problem (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I went down I hit my butt I hit my back my elbow um uh, my foot which i don't know how that happened uh and my face um, <laughs> so um held on to the baby the whole time he was fine he was more scared that like we went down but <laughs> um yo but, yeah. i heard all i heard was boom 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 boom, boom, boom. Ow, ow, ow. And- <laughs> And, you know, we have a toddler in the house, so I'm just thinking, okay, he just knocked some shit down. Yeah. Like, it's fine. I hear that shit all day. <laughs> but this w- this was loud. I mean, yeah. it was a bang, and then you just screamed out my name. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, the baby fell down the stairs again. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> right, yeah, because he has done that before. Um, but, yeah, no, I... <laughs> I screamed out your name because I figured you thought like it was something like I, I thought that you didn't think it was me and I couldn't get up <laughs> <laughs> like once I got to the bottom like I just had to stay there like I knew like it, this wasn't gonna be like jump up and shake it off and and I wouldn't say I'm a clumsy person but I've fallen downstairs you know every people slip down the stairs like it happens is a thing that happens uh, but I hadn't done that in a while and um, even though this is not, I'm going to be 35 this year, I'm totally okay with that. But I felt all 35 of those years <laughs> as I plummeted down those stairs. <laughs> and as I was sitting there, oh, I realized like, this is going to be different. Like this <laughs> is going to be a different experience than your previous experiences falling down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to be feeling this. So... I'm still a little sore. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several bruises. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but I, I, I will be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when I when I came up the stairs, you were on you were on the bottom of the stairs, and <laughs> yeah. he was crying, but he was fine. I knew immediately that he did not 
he was not the one that was in pain right now. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, like that sound was you falling down the stairs. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I was like, Belle, I don't you need to know what you're in for right now, because (laughs) if I had fell down the stairs like that. Oh, this I'd be calling off for work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, because I remember when the last time I took a really bad spill, yeah. like a bad one was, I'll never forget it. It was back when we were in New York and yeah. we were, <laughs> and we, were um, we were at a parking lot um, yeah. and it was cold. I remember it being very cold that day yeah, and you know, we were trying to run back to the house, run, run back to the apartment building because it was cold and we right. were fairly, we parked fairly far away. And I was like, yo, I'll race you. And, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Grown people st- have no business nah, saying that phrase. <laughs> especially in the dark, <laughs> right. you know, it, one of the, one of the fucking, uh, you know, street lights were off. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did not uh, reveal that there was a parking block. Right in my path, <laughs> and it would have been different if, like, I just started running and <laughs> I hit the parking block because then I wouldn't have picked up the kind of speed that I did because I was really cold. I was determined to make it to the apartment uh, entrance door before you, <laughs> right? And you were younger than me, so I yes. really had to, I really had to put some power into this run, and I did. Yeah. Um, quads and calves were on full effect um <laughs> like i ate one of them zenzu beans from dragon ball z and i was just <laughs> and i started running um like fucking sonic the hedgehog right. and the i was at full sprint <laughs> and i hit that parking block <laughs> with one of my feet yeah and that stopped my body immediately <laughs> <laughs> And actually, it didn't stop it. It actually just transferred the momentum from going forward to going straight down. Right. (laughs) And I hit the ground so hard and did a little bit of a slide. Uh, And all all you saw was like I started running. I got I got started. I was moving. And then my whole body just disappeared like outside of. And uh, like I was messed up, like the yeah. skin on my palms <laughs> yeah. was all messed up. I you was like bleeding. ripped your jeans, like ripped all of your jeans. <laughs> Yo, I looked like I was. I looked like I just. I, I was resisting arrest with like six <laughs> cops, and <laughs> like oh. I was hurt for um, weeks after yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was thinking about that when I saw you at the bottom of the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Like there's like the thing is when you're older and you fall and you feel pain, mm-hmm. like even the pain takes a while to get to you. Everything right. is just slow. <laughs> like there's pain that's just waiting till tomorrow <laughs> to come and pay you a visit. Uh-huh. Yes. It's like, oh, I hit that too. Like <laughs> right. you find that out later. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but, so, but the reason why this story is relevant um, is because I had gave you some, you know, I, I, I made you, you know, I gave you a massage, you know, yes, I, I put you're some, very, yeah. Um, 
catering to <laughs> my injuries. So yes, he ran me a, a bath, an Epsom salt bath, and gave me a massage um, to <laughs> try to work out some of my knots and mm-hmm. <laughs> bruises. But I also gave you a uh, uh, edible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day you had told me that um, that you didn't quite uh, feel that edible. No, I didn't feel anything. And yeah, so this was relevant for me to know because we were having some guests over uh, mm-hmm. the next day uh, and I bought them some edibles right. and they were really strong. I knew they were going to be strong, but given that you said you didn't feel anything from the edibles I bought because I bought them from the same source, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, it'd be fucked up if the guests came over and I gave them these bullshit ass edibles. If the edibles didn't work on you, it might not work on them. And right. so I was like, okay, let me just try these edibles right now and make sure they work. So this mm-hmm. was a couple of hours before I guess would show up. Right. So I was like, all right, well, if you didn't feel anything from the edibles and these edibles are stronger, but not super strong, um, I should be okay. Like, let me just make sure that they're not bullshit. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, <laughs> I took that edible and um, I was like, oh shit. It's like, it's literally like 10, 10 minutes before they're arriving. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, they're going to be here any minute now. And I'm fucking high as fuck. <laughs> like, um, like I'm, I'm really high. And, uh, and I'm usually not like that when we have guests over. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it, it turned out to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, well, when you're sober, your ability to follow the conversation is um, interesting. And so when you're high, following the conversation becomes even more challenging for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's weird, man. People be talking and I'm just like, oh, shit. They're ta- if, the, if you're talking for more than like a minute, yeah. I'm, I'm lost already. <laughs> um, but it was cool. We had a good time. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was just our funny edible falling down the stairs story. Um, all right. So uh, another thing I wanted to do was give a shout out to Kitty Chambliss, Ch- Chambliss mm-hmm. uh, who is host of the Loving Without Boundaries podcast. Check her show at lovingwithoutboundaries.com. Uh, I had the pleasure of talking to her about our lifestyle, our, our lifestyle journey, and our show. Uh, we talked a lot, of, uh, a lot about you, Bell. Uh-uh. You weren't, you weren't part of this interview, but you did yeah. come up. You were there in spirit. But I would encourage folks to check out her show. She's actually really, really cool, um, and she lives close by. So we should probably have been hanging out with her more than we mm-hmm. um have made attempts to do so because i just didn't remember how close she was yeah um so yeah shout out to kitty um we also talked a lot about like jealousy and some of the weird things that make us jealous hmm. one of the things i brought up was like you laughing more you laughing at another you, guy's joke yes mm-hmm. well more than you'd laugh at mine like uh-huh. We'd have to be telling a joke. We'd have to be like equally as attempting to be humorous. Uh-huh. And if he's winning and you're the one who's the judge, that would that would make me jealous. Okay. That would make me jealous. And um, and so I, I mentioned that because jealousy also came up in one of monogamish marriages um, last episodes. And I think you were you heard some of that episode I as I was mm-hmm. playing it. 
it's such a good episode. They have a really good show. Like I know I, I talk about the show all the time, but it's like it's they they had they talked about some things that make them jealous that I think are really interesting. Um, like Liam had said something about him being jealous because um, uh, Kate had had some nude pictures done by another photographer mm-hmm. that was a man mm-hmm. and that and and he saw like his signature i guess on one of the <laughs> photos and it really triggered him oh, and wow. i'm like oh shit like <laughs> that's heavy like as being a photographer like that would make me jealous but you would never know until it happened right yeah. but it was like a surprise for him mm-hmm. um but yeah it was really interesting i loved their jealousy episode it, it just kind of thought outside the box a little bit it's time for the hit list um, so the hit list is a segment where we just talk about folks that we've spotted, um, celebrity or non-celebrity alike that we think we would want to get down with. Yes. And who's your hit list target? So my hit list target is an interesting one that I kind of feel some type of way about. But his name is Tyler James Williams. And so we've been watching this new comedy, um, Abbott Elementary that was created by Quinta Brinson, who she was previously. What did she do? It was the black, uh, black. Yeah, the black lady. Yeah, the black lady sketch comedy yeah. show. She was on that. Um, apparently, a few other things, but she created this show, uh, which is really funny. You all should check it out. But Tyler J. Williams is a, a character on here, and Tyler J. Williams is. Um, Chris from Everybody Hates Chris, but like he's grown up now and like, like kind of looks real good. Like he's tall, he's fit, he has this really deep, sexy voice. And it's funny because like on the show, he's made to be this like um, unwanted sex symbol. Like the principal is trying to go after him, like mm-hmm. the parents mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's like, no, he could get it. But it still is kind of weird because I just, like, you still remember him being a kid on the show. But mm-hmm. he is very much so grown into himself. <laughs> yeah, like, he's not just a young man. He's, no. He's a man. <laughs> like, he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> a whole man. <laughs> um. So, yeah, shout out to him. Um. Yeah, that was a pretty, that show was pretty funny. It is. Uh, who, who is the creator's name again? I can't. Quinta Brunson. Yeah, Quinta Brunson. She's sexy. I like her aura. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays one of the teachers on the show. Yeah. I guess the main character, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, no, that was a good uh, good hitless target. So my hitless target, I don't even know her name. <laughs> okay. So uh, at Friction, uh, we had met some new people, as you know, was, was predicted. Uh-huh. Um, but one of them was wearing a top um, see-through. And she had, like, the biggest areola. Was it Areolis? Areoli? Areola? Yeah. Like, she's this black woman, of course. Um, did like, I see this person? You did. Oh, 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 okay. I um, think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you have to know who I'm talking about. Because she had some tig bitties. <laughs> and she was like, it, it, they, they, were, they were huge, but the areoli <laughs> were just so big. And I love that. Mm. I love... I love when black women have that, specifically black women. I don't know. There's something about that, the look of that contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how dark skin a woman is, the, the, the color of that areola is always going to be a sh- at least a couple of shades darker. 
and the contrast is always super sexy to me i don't know it's very tension building because it's like oh i don't think i'm supposed to see that but at the same time they're so big how can you hide them shits <laughs> but at a lifestyle party like you just you know you can you can you can kind of show that part without the nipple mm-hmm. and so she was um yeah and she was really sexy she she was really fun too um and i feel like her i think i don't know was it was it her and her man's room we kept going in and out of i think the so. friction party i think so okay so if they listen to this episode they'll know who they are <laughs> um assuming they know who we were uh and um and yeah they were uh they were they were fun they were they were a fun pair um but yeah i just called her the areola chick from friction i don't know her name <laughs> okay you should definitely reach out to us um <laughs> you know if interested anyway black and kinky lifestyle podcast Hey fellow BNK fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode? I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes, where they get real personal. It's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode. So let's talk about uh, DMs, comments and email. So uh, there was an interesting post that you uh, posted on Instagram, a question of the day. Yes. And that question of the day was, have you ever had sex in the snow? Mm-hmm. And was, is it, did I tell you to put this question up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, because it's always been a fantasy of mine. Oh, really? Yeah, having sex in the snow. Like, the thought of melting snow with heat and passion. Oh. The heat of passion. It's a sexy idea to me. Extremely uncomfortable, no doubt. Yeah, I ain't doing that shit with you. But just imagine... <laughs> Well, no, you're probably not. But just imagine that you're so uh, intoxicated by the desire to have someone that you're willing to tolerate the discomfort Mm. of fucking in the snow. I think there's something really sexy about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, you put the question out there on Instagram. What were some of the responses? Well, there was a lot of nopes, which I'm with y'all on that one. Duchess Cashmere gave lots of little chilly frozen uh, emoji faces and said, nope, nope. Um, Someone said, it could look so hot, but nah. Especially (laughs) black people, man. Like, just imagine that contrast. Like, imagine some dark skin, like African dark, like Caribbean dark, (laughs) just fucking fucking in the snow of Canada, some shit. (laughs) A monogamous marriage said once bent over the back of a car in a deserted parking lot. It was pretty hot, but not hot enough to repeat. It's like, I hear that. Yes. So, like, I bet it was, like, snowing still. So, Mm -hmm. the snow was, like, hitting their skin. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> Someone else said, yes, in a cemetery, headstones are the perfect height to be bent over them. Look, I'm mad you know that. Um, <laughs> but the contrast in temperature made it a short, short, short session. I imagine so. But not the corpses six not feet under. Corpses. Those right. You could have just kept on going as long, <laughs> right. as, it's as, long as it was warm. Disrespectful motherfuckers. Have some respect for the dead. <laughs> <laughs> One nice gentleman said, yes, I laid my jacket down for the young lady. <laughs> like that made a difference nigga it's still cold like <laughs> so her back not getting wet but it's still cold like, and, and you okay. took you took your jacket off right. so now you just freezing fucking <laughs> dick turning into a popsicle <laughs> don't gotta worry about going soft i guess if it's really cold outside right um one other person said had sex while it was snowing does that count not if you're not not if you're outside like if you're just inside watching the snow like that that's cute that that's that's a sexy atmosphere but i was specifically talking about like having sex in the snow like outside in the snow right but that would be really sexy i mean could you imagine like you're in a cabin you know you got those like floor to ceiling um windows and Mm -hmm. You guys are just smashing on the couch and like in the background, it's just snowing. There's a white Christmas. Yeah. Or white skies, whatever the fuck. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move into our uh, topic of the day, um, which will be an interview I had with uh, Jeff Abrams. Again, he's the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, uh, which is the creator of Promisant. Uh, which is a line of premium sexual wellness products for individuals and couples looking to improve confidence, performance, and pleasure in every aspect of their lives. Um, You know, Jeff has a really interesting story. Um, He retired from a successful career running a semiconductor uh, engineering business. Uh, He invested in uh, Promiscent and later came on board as CEO in 2012. Um, And he's uh, really really has expanded the company so like i said they make some great uh lubes uh they make some uh female arousal gels uh, arousal gels um also uh delay sprays you know i hope you guys enjoy this interview um it was just me and jeff uh you were taking care of our little one at the mm-hmm. time um so check it out we really got into some deep stuff i uh, hope you enjoy it so yeah, um, Jeff, uh, we are so glad to have you on the show. First of all, I want to thank you for being here. It's our privilege to be here. We love the exposure with someone who has a real connection with their audience. We started off as a male delay spray company developed by a Hogue Hospital urologist in Newport Beach. And we quickly, within a year, became recognized as the best option for people wanting longer levels of intimacy. The average man lasts about five minutes and 42 seconds during penetration and thrusting during intercourse. And the average female takes 19 minutes of thrusting to achieve climax. Let me just say, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jeff. I'm just, I'm just glad to, I'm just glad that I am above average because I do last more than five minutes and you sound like a man that lasts more than five minutes too. Just tell me the truth. Because part of it is age and that's just never been an issue, you know, but <laughs> I know from this, this, this running the company that a lot of people struggle with this, you yeah, know, you're right. Uh-huh. And, you know, and the male ego is a very fragile thing. So a lot of times when people do struggle with it, 
they struggle in silence. The woman's afraid to bring it up because it's a touchy subject. The Mm -hmm. guy's just like, you know, and so many guys are like, I'm the master of cunnilingus and extended foreplay. Now that's all well and good, but why not address that issue as well? So you can have the best of both worlds. Right. So, uh, you know, there's a recreational component to this, you know, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of men that even last 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 14 minutes, that they're very well aware during those last two minutes or three minutes that has my partner climaxed yet. They're very in tune with their partner. And I call it the walking on eggshell syndrome, you know, mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. like, not yet. Don't fire yet. Oh, okay. Okay. No, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Anxiety no, should it, never be an intimacy. Those should be two separate emotions. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You no, should it's, not it's, have anxiety in your sexual life, in your intimate moments. It, so I always tell people, wouldn't you like to take that part of the equation off the table and turn the, I was reading an email, our customer uh, feedback. We have about 25% of people that buy our product, fill out these customer surveys. And some guy today said, Hey, I'm so happy that, you know, I found your product. Now my question is not, can I last long enough is do I want to give my wife two orgasms before I'm done? And I Mm -hmm. smiled when I read that I go, that's really a nice sentiment, you know, and it certainly speaks to the efficacy of the product. So we introduced this product and within a year, you know, we started getting in the protocol of a bunch of urologists who start recommending us. Now, fast forward to now, we have over 2,300 urologists that recommend Promescent by name for mm-hmm. people as well mm-hmm. as therapists. But about three years ago, a lot of our clients literally came to us. They said, hey, you know, when I was really rapidly or prematurely ejaculating, I didn't really worry about a lube because when you last two minutes, it's not that essential. But now that I'm lasting a lot longer, they want can more. you recommend lube? So we recommended a couple of different lubes. People we like, well, that one's okay. That one's okay. But why don't you make a lube that's as good as your, you know, uh, delay spray? So we went to work and tried a bunch of different lubes and start developing products. And our first lube was our water-based lube. And it, it went, it was received very well. Then we went with an organic aloe vera lube that went very well. Then, of course, you wanted a silicone lube for people that want silicone. So we developed that. After can I that, just say? Can I just say something real quick about sure. your, your lube? Because um, you know, one thing that I have experienced, um, uh, you know, especially like in in the lifestyle, you know, you, me and my wife are in the playroom and we are playing with other couples, and yes, uh, you know, sometimes you need to reach over and get that lube. And what I find has been especially frustrating with a lot of lubes is sometimes, and you know, sometimes I have to reach multiple times during a mm-hmm. session um, because either the lube it, it gets sticky and I just need a fresh you know a fresh squeeze um, or you know there's just some drying up that happens you know we're using condoms or whatever so sometimes things just don't work and um, with um, Promescent when I used your lube for the first time I only needed one squeeze and I was good to go now I used the organic one mm-hmm. um, and I don't know what kind of special magic you got in there it's almost <laughs> like the lube the lube is like it's 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 almost like it's in in continuity with the natural uh, va- the natural vaginal juices and I don't know they just they just entwine together in harmony and it just it just flows man and i just i gotta ask you what is the secret to that we will have to ask our chemist because (laughs) one of the things when we first start developing that lube i told him and this is from experience myself 
is I go, you know what I hate? When I have to reach multiple times during a session, just like you said, and reloop because it slows down. You might be at that point where the last thing you want to do is stop. You know what I mean? That's right. Yes. And you have to stop. Also, I would get to the point with some of my lubes where they would get sticky and it was like these little balls of like dried up moisture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing that kills the mood worse than that. You know? Right. 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 And it's almost, it's almost like, you know, there, there's always a clean, it's, there's always a cleanup after the fact. Yes. And when you get, when you see that kind of stuff, it's, it, it's really a pain in the ass, you know, it uh, is a pain. And you're like, what is this? at first? You're like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. And it's a crusty kind of a feeling. So what I said to him is I said, I don't care how long it takes, but I really want something that A, isn't going to dry up and B, doesn't make me look like, you know, there's all this crustiness and stuff afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so it took him about nine months and, you know, collaboration with some folks that we work very closely with. And they came up with that. That was our initial entree. And I was very pleased with it. And it has become our best selling lube. And it is, uh, it's significant. Our sales of it are, I mean, it's, it's really kind of remarkable because we were known strictly as a company had a male delay spray. So when we start selling lubes, we didn't really start advertising lubes. It was just like the people on our site are sexually active. So what we did was we sent out an email to like the first 50 people that bought our lubes. It's like, hey, just out of curiosity, what gave you the confidence to buy a lube that's not, you know, really in our wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. It wasn't our claim mm -hmm. to fame. Mm -hmm. And about, I think, 60% of people, maybe 28 or 38 people responded. And it was really interesting because their response was almost identical, but it was like slightly different wording. It was like, hey, I knew if it was on this site that it was top quality and you stand behind it 100%. And I was like, whoa, that wow. really speaks to the way we treat our customers, you know? Mm -hmm. And the the you know the credibility that we have and how they rely on us to deliver good solid products when we start developing something new the first thing we do we go is this as good if not better than everything else in that space if the right, answer is no right. we're not going to introduce it uh to the delay spray and the premature ejaculation because there's something yes. you said earlier that uh and i think this is true uh Men who are experiencing this problem have a very difficult time talking about it. Um, and, you know, sex can become for them uh, a strong source of anxiety um, and sometimes even anger and frustration. And they may have they may stop having sex entirely with their partners because it's, it's become such a um, how has this helped? Or have you heard how, how this has helped men in their relationships? You're right on. No, you're absolutely a thousand percent right on. We have at this point after nine years and close to three million bottles being sold, I'll bet you we have over a thousand letters where people have or emails or customer servers where people have told us I literally had become asexual. I decided not to have sex yeah. mm -hmm. because knowing that I start having sex is going to lead to an unsatisfactory conclusion, you know? And it's like that old adage is if every time you open the door, someone punched you in the face, how many more times are you going to open the door? And if you literally know that, you know, leading up to sexual intimacy is going to be a disappointing experience, then people go, why would I want to continue to do something that's disappointing? And people are afraid to address it. 
people feel like it's a personal thing. And the one thing I want to stress, there's these old wives tales that people go, if you prematurely ejaculate, it's because you don't have mental strength or you don't really want to satisfy mm-hmm, your partner mm-hmm, or you're mm-hmm. selfish. There couldn't be anything further from the truth. If you talk to people who have PE or who suffer from rapid ejaculation, they want nothing more than to satisfy their partners. They want nothing more than to bring their partners to climax. And there are four to five physiological issues that cause PE. It's not a mental thing. In some cases, it might be anxiety that can be addressed. But in some cases, it is prostatitis. It's low testosterone. Mm -hmm. It's hypersensitivity to the penile nerves. These are things that you can't address with any kind of psychology or, you know, edging or any kind of training. They're physiological issues. And I tell people, no one would ever be embarrassed if they were a diabetic and they took insulin. No one would ever be right, embarrassed right, if they were exactly. a cancer mm-hmm, patient mm-hmm. they took chemo. There mm-hmm. are physiological issues that cause this and you need to address those. And, you know, we always tell people, you know, sex is a big part of life. It's not the only reason to be in a relationship. But if your sex life is not adequate, you're going to be very disappointed and not have a good relationship. And just like you said, it can cause anger and frustration and loneliness and bitterness. Mm-hmm. And none of those that in my definition are positive emotions. Absolutely. You know, they're all very negative. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely important for people to be open to address issues that affect them sexually, whether it's ED, whether it's PE or anything for that matter. And any relationship is strengthened by a good sexual bond. Any relationship is strengthened when people both feel satiated sexually and feel like their needs are being met. Conversely, if you feel inadequate or you feel incapable of satisfying your partner, you're not going to be as close. You're not going to have that same bond, that same level. And, you know, let's just be real. That's part of life. Sex is a very big part of life. I know for me, when I feel like I'm satisfying my partner and I'm in a great relationship, Mm -hmm. I'm a better father. I'm a better friend. Mm -hmm. I'm a better son. I'm a better brother because I'm just more happy about life in general. Oh, I think that's that's awesome, man. Um, just the 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 idea that um, you know when we when you create products that are designed to improve the you know sexual experience uh, two or more folks have together, the implication that that has for one sense of identity for one's relationship with their sexual partner, but the fact that that I mean the the reality that that will expand to their relationships with other people, even their performance in other areas of their life as, you know, as far as work, school, you know, um, as far as other family members, friends, like that's heavy stuff. And I just, you know, I want to go back to, um, it's just, there was almost a a kind of a narrative uh, flow to the uh, development of um, Promiscent and and the um, products. It it almost sounded like you were saying you, you started off sort of developing these signature, you know, delay sprays. And then there were folks who now that they, (laughs) now that they got it together in the bedroom, but like, all right, I want, I want a little, I wanted to get a little bit more slippery. So then you started creating products for that. And I, and, and, you know, we, we got a couple of your products. I think we also, um, uh, got some supplements as well. And, um, 
So I, I want to talk about how you evolve, how the company evolved to create these other products, um, and how that has connected to sort of your 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 initial startings as a as a signature delay spray uh, producer. That's a great question. I wish I could say that I was a genius and you know I was mapping this stuff out, but in actuality, I'm very hands on. I read all of our customer surveys. I reach out to a lot of our regular customers and ask them about the satisfaction levels and ask them, what else would you like to see us develop? And, you know, one of the things that became very, very, uh, you know, consistent was people said, well, hey, I'm really satisfied with my performance now, you know, but my wife, you know, there's not a lot of things out there for women. Can you develop some kind of female arousal product. And that was mm-hmm. our arousal gel. Mm-hmm. And so we introduced that two and a half years ago, and that was an immediate success. There's a buzzing and a warming gel. One of them is just a gentle warming gel that you put around the clitoris and the vulva, which just creates a warming sensation. Anytime you put warmth associated with your genitals, it increases blood flow. That's what it's all about. You increase blood flow, you have more arousal. Mm-hmm. So that was extremely successful. And the interesting thing is, so we had that product. Then another one of our products, which is the supplements, which is Vitaflux, which is now our second best product behind our delay spray, was a complete accident, was a complete, it just fell out of the sky. I was at the Sexual Medicine Society show of North America back in 2017, and I was really tired. The business has been booming. We've been growing some years 100%. So I met one of the doctors on our advisory board and it was funny because he's like, man, you look kind of tired. I go, I'm exhausted. I go, I'm working 60, 70 hours a week because we're really booming. Things are going well. He goes, you know, I developed this product and you should try it. He goes, it's really good for energy level recovery and everything else. I go, is there any side effects? Cause I have lupus and I want to be very careful. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, there's, it's all natural. It's uh amino acids. I'll, carnitine, L-citrulline, L-arginine, magnesium, and zinc. I'm like, oh, okay, great. I said, it'll give me more energy, help me recover from workouts. He goes, yeah. So he gave me a bottle of it and I started trying it. And within a week, 10 days, I'm like, my God, you know, I don't have the soreness and inflammation I normally have. My workouts are better. And my girlfriend, who's still my girlfriend at this time, she's my girlfriend last two and a half years. She said to me one day, you know, what'd you find the fountain of youth? I go, what do you mean? She goes, you know, we're making love in your, at the time I was 62, I'm 64 now. She goes like four or five times a week. We were kind of in this routine, like, you know, once a week, twice a week, maybe three, if it's my birthday. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and I said, well, those things wax and wane, you know what I mean? Maybe Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. And then two weeks later, I'm like, Hey, this isn't waxing and waning. This is consistent. And so I called him and said, Hey, just out of curiosity, he started laughing. He goes, Well, I didn't tell you that's one of the primary reasons. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it increases libido and blood flow because what it's a nitric oxide supplement, all those amino acids do is they increase blood flow. When you increase blood flow, one of the reasons why you recover from workouts better, that's how you recover. You get oxygenated rich blood that goes into the areas that you work on and break Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. And that's you, the way workouts work is you break muscle down and it rebuilds stronger. Right. And I was like, whoa. He goes, but obviously the other benefit of it is, you know, blood flow is what leads to erectile function and libido. I go, oh my God, no wonder, you know, and he goes, no, Mm -hmm. it really works really well. And he goes, not only that, he goes, you'll notice you'll lose a little body fat and gain muscle. I go, what's that from? 
He goes, there's an epithelial layer that covers all your artery and veins. He goes, as you get older, when you're young, it's very supple. And what it does is protect, keeps all the bad stuff from absorbing into your bloodstream. And at the same time, you know, it allows the good stuff in, you know, hormones and everything right, else. Right. And as you age, that uh, epithelial layer begins to harden. When it hardens, it's doubly good keeping bad stuff out, but then it starts keeping good stuff out. So as a man, you know, loses hormone absorption, he gains more body fat and loses muscle. So it reverses that. And I did notice I was a little bit leaner. I was like, oh my God, it's a fountain of youth. So we introduced, well, at that point, we hadn't even introduced as a product. And I went to uh, the next year of SMSNA. He says, hey, just for your own knowledge, when you come to our site, you'll see it's really now being promoted more for heart patients because it opens up people who have restrictions and heart issues. It opens mm -hmm. up heart valves. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, I go, why did you drop a lot of the sexual claims. He goes, because we don't really have a name and a reputation in sexual health. So even when we find people, they come to our site and it costs us like $70, $80 per acquisition on Google ads, people are hesitant to pull the trigger because we're an unknown brand. Mm -hmm. He goes, but now we have a lot of clinical trials in the heart area. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, as long as I can get it, I don't care. So then I'm flying home. I go, wait a second. If the reason they weren't marketing anymore to sexual wellness function is because they don't have a reputation. I go, we do. So the next morning I called him, I go, would you mind if we run with it? He goes, no, you guys take it into sexual wellness. And we did. And we turned it into a multi-million dollar product very, very quickly within two right. years. Right. And it's because now get this. So one of my neighbors loves our product. So when he saw that right away, he goes, tell me about that. What is that? So I told him he started trying it. And about six weeks later, he calls me, he goes, man, I need something for my wife. He goes, if we don't find something for her, he goes, I might have to hire someone on the outside to take care of me. He goes, my libido, he's my age. So at the time he was 62, two years ago, he was my libido's through the roof, mm -hmm. but my wife's hasn't mashed it. So I called the doctor that developed it. I go, hey, you know, doc, I need something for women now. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, one of my neighbors tried Vitaflux. He loves it. But, wow. you know, his wife can't keep up. He starts laughing. What are you laughing at? He goes, Vitaflux. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it has the exact same benefits for women. I go, really? He goes, yeah, think about it. The exact same things that it does for men, it does for women. Increases blood flow, you know, uh, you know, AIDS recovery, increases libido, intensifies orgasm. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, no way. He goes, yeah. He goes, plus there's an added benefit. I go, what's that? He goes, when women... They go through menopause and they get in their mid to late 30s and their uh, epithelial layer begins to harden and they don't have good hormone absorption. He goes, they lose the ability to lubricate naturally. Women, they just feel it's part of aging. They begin to have a lot of vaginal dryness. That's because their hormones don't absorb as well. And when they don't, they don't get lubrication. So I don't, I don't hear a lot of... Um I don't hear a lot about supplements for women at all. There's and not. This is so. This is really new to me, and I guess I'm wondering, given that we are two men on the line, and my and Belle hasn't tried your supplement yet. She's going to, but she was in a breastfeeding phase. She was very yes. conscious of what she was putting in her body. But uh, I'm wondering what kind of feedback you got from women that have tried that product. I think our listeners would be really interested in that. They absolutely love it. 
Our fastest growing segment of any product right now is women's Vitaflux. Absolute love it. One of my neighbors tried it and she saw it on our website and she's like, hey, can I, you know, buy a bottle from you? I go, I'll give you a bottle. I want you to try it. You know, she bought it. She did some reviews on Amazon and about 12 to 14 women in the complex that I live in now, there's like 300 homes here now use Vitaflux. Mm -hmm. One thing I found about women, if a guy finds something he feels helps his sexual performance, the first thing he does is he wants to make sure no one else has it because guys just have a tendency. They want to be the biggest rooster. In the <laughs> they want to have the brightest feathers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. want to go out and impregnate every hen themselves. A woman finds something that they feel is beneficial in the bedroom. The first thing she's going to do is get on Pinterest, get on Reddit, get on Instagram, get on Facebook, call all her friends, text all her friends. Women love to share. So when we found this product and we start having success in a woman's area, I go, I should have started this, this company with women's products. They're a lot easier to market to. Just mm -hmm. get one woman in every town and let her take it from there, you know? So mm -hmm. right. women have, it's been insane how we've grown because we were a men's only site up until two yeah. years ago with strictly male delay spray. And now we have women buying lubes and Vitaflux and female arousal gels and stuff like that by the dozen. So it's been very, very, very positive. And the increased libido is a big selling point. The ability to continue to moisturize as they get to their mid to late thirties is another huge issue. Now, mm -hmm. even me, like, and I obviously know this because it's what I do for a living. So from a intellectual point of view and academically I understand the mechanisms of why a woman gets moist, but there's still a feeling that if you reach down and you, you know, feel your woman and you're about to get intimate and it's dry, you get a feeling like she's not into it. She's you know what I mean? Which Even when intellectually, true. you know that she's 45 years old, yeah. there is just something about that. And it's funny because my friends and I have talked about that. They go, you know, it's weird. It just gives you a feeling of being wanted when oh, you reach down it. and you feel moisture without a woman having to go, wait, I better start lubing up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it increases both partners' pleasure when a woman regains the ability to lubricate naturally and not have to go, you know, artificially lubricate, because even if you're a man who understands what the issue is, there's just something about it that's like, oh, my woman needs to artificially moisturize to have intimacy, to have sex with me. And that's not a good feeling. Jeff, I really, I really appreciate you bringing that up. I just want to break this down for the listeners, because I think that, you know, some of the things you see on the internet, even we've talked about on this show, which is very true, your largest sexual organ will always be the brain, right? And so without when question, it, when, so, and so when it comes to arousal, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the, the, the rhetoric tends to be about making sure that people are comfortable making sure that they are psychologically there. And that is absolutely true. But I think sometimes we forget that some of these really simple things, like although we understand that just because a woman is dry down there, she may still be around. She may still be ready to go. She may still be turned on. Absolutely. But, but what you're saying, and I really appreciate it, no matter how much you've internalized that fact, if you really 
reach down there and it is a is and it's a desert yeah like psychologically again thinking of the brain as the most powerful sexual organ it will be affected by that sensation of dryness. no question um i so, do this yes. for a living <laughs> i love okay? i love that acknowledgement that's what yeah, yeah i yeah. do this for a living i know that that's a fact and you know my girlfriend is 48 years old and you know she did suffer initially from occasional dryness and she started taking Vitaflux and now she's like Mount Olympus, you know what I mean? Or Mount Vesuvius, right. you know, it's like, right. and it's just, I know it had nothing to do with me. I know it's because of age, but I still now I feel much better. It's like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? She's ready. She wants me, you know? Yes. And yes. there's no difference between now and eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, it's who we are as people. You're just conditioned to go. I want my woman to physically appear to be ready and wanting me. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that, that, that does something for your arousal. And also I mean, we talk Absolutely. About, I mean, with women, it's the same thing of, you know, their man being able to, their man being, you know, erectile dysfunction. We haven't talked a lot about that today. Um, but just her reaching down and feeling him, feeling a man being erect, being 100, having a 100% chub. We know that does something to the brain. Because uh, even if a woman knows that you have, physical impotence she still goes he doesn't desire me exactly he's yes. not erect yes. for me you know uh-huh uh -huh. right there's something about me that is undesirable you almost wish that you know we weren't such emotional creatures that we relied more on our brain right. rather than our emotions but it's there, human yeah. nature it just mm -hmm. is and no, there are parts of the brain that are old and very primitive and those yes. drive a lot of our a lot of our sexual sensations so i so i want to um so so i so i appreciate that and i i kind of want to dig into you now jeff a okay little bit, now that we've sort of heard a lot about your company heard some uh, a lot about your products and i gotta i gotta ask you like what what got you into the sex business think of the most circuitous unorthodox route ever to get into this business. And what I'm about to tell you is 10,000% crazier than that. Don't okay? tell me you were a priest. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> no, not that. Uh, I owned a semiconductor engineering business and I was very successful. And I retired at age 53 uh -huh. after selling that business. And then my next door neighbor was a uh, urologist. He was my neighbor. He was my friend. Everything all rolled into one. And I went to see him in 2010 for my yearly PSA, you know, because you get over 50, you're supposed to take a yearly PSA to check your prostate, et cetera, you know, and it just so happened. He said, hey, I really respect your business acumen because I come from, you know, a very, you know, relatively poor family, wonderful family, but definitely on the poor side. And uh, he said, you know, can you help me out? I developed this product. And I was like, sure. What is it? And He's like, I developed a cure for PE. I go, you developed a cure for physical education? Because when I was growing <laughs> up, that, that, that's what they called PE was physical ed. You know what I mean? I'm going right. to PE class. He goes, no, 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 premature. I go, oh, I didn't know that's what they called it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so one thing led to another, and he gave me a bottle to try. And, you know, because I said, listen, you know, before I can give you any advice, I need to see if this stuff is relevant. How big of an issue is this? And when he first told me, I said to him, how big is this market? And I was thinking, because I just seen a special on 60 Minutes about ED. And it, at that point, they said that the market for ED was about $5 billion. 
And I knew that was probably true because I had friends. I was 53 at the time who literally would take Viagra every day just in case. You know what I mean? Just in case I get lucky today, I want to make sure I'm at half or full mass, you know? Mm -hmm. And I expected him to say it's about 10%, maybe 15% as large as that. And when I said, how big is this market? He goes, about 15, 20% bigger than ED. I went, what? Yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, a matter of fact, 15% of ED is actually misdiagnosed PE. And I go, how's that? He goes, if a man has chronic premature ejaculation, he will eventually develop anxiety-related yep. ED mm -hmm. because he knows that getting an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion. I go, right. what? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. His body goes into like fight or flight mode. Fight, that's exactly yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So I took it home and I tried it and I was like, oh, my God. But the funny part was I read the instructions. It said three to ten sprays. Like, okay, I'll try like five in the middle, you know? And since I didn't have PE, I didn't realize those instructions were for people who had PE. My girlfriend at the time, this was 11 years ago, it looked like a uh, UFC bout. She was tapping out. You know what I mean? Like, I've had enough. Like, get off me. You know what I mean? And I was like, hey, I put all this work in. I'm not, you know, leaving without my due reward. And uh, so the next day I talked to him and I told him, I said, dude, it works too well. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I couldn't finish, you know, and he goes, how much you use it? I go, five sprays. He goes, that's for people. I go, you didn't tell me. I just read the instructions. You know? <laughs> and he goes, wow. if you're using it recreational, start with one. I said, okay, great. And then I was like, wow, this stuff really is legit. So yeah. I had just retired and I had raised my son as a single dad. He went off to college. And so I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I wrote him a business plan. They implemented it and the, did really well. And so he said, hey, can you write us the next phase? I did. So I wrote a phase two business plan to grow to the next level. And they came back and said, well, it's a great plan, but we don't have that kind of capital that would require another 400K. I said, well, I'll invest another 400K, but you have to make sure you focus specifically on exactly what I told you. Put that money in a separate account and don't you know, mess around. You mm -hmm. do exactly what I told you. So they did. And then the following year, 2013, they asked me to take over the company. I could talk about this for another three hours. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'll have to wrap this up, but I I really appreciate you coming on the show. And I want to um, give you the opportunity to tell our listeners how they can find your products, how they can find you and whether or not uh, there are any special uh, discounts coming up, any special products. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to give you an opportunity to plug your business. We literally have discounts from time to time, normally around holidays, you know, whether it be uh, Valentine's Day, which isn't that far away. Uh, yeah, in that's right. Cases, mm -hmm. The 4th of July, we'll do a, you know, light up your 4th, you know, with Promescent, you know, those types of things, you know, Labor Day, you know, to all those out there working, it's time to get your mind off work and maybe into the bedroom kind of a thing. Uh Certainly, we can hook you up with a discount just for your listeners. I'll have Ryan send you a link, and mm -hmm. you can embed it right in the thing. Right, and, great, uh, great. You know, so you can find us at promescent.com. We're available at on our website, on Amazon, at GNC, at Walmart uh, for the delay spray, at Target for the delay spray. But I always tell people the best way to start is go to our website, www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. And the reason that I say that is because there's a lot of tutorials, there's clinical trials, there's information, there's doctor testimonials. We want to make sure we're not here just to sell you a bunch of products. 
We want to make sure you're buying the right product for the right reason. And more importantly, you're using it correctly to have an optimum experience. We want you to become very familiar with how to properly use it to get the best benefit. So that's why we just don't say get it wherever. I don't care where you get it, but go to our website first and educate yourself so you know what product you're buying for what specific reason and what best way to use it to get the most benefit from it. That's very crucial. But um, Jeff, I appreciate you so much for being on the show. This was a great discussion. There were a lot of uh, a lot of things you brought up there here that 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 we don't tend to talk about, or I certainly don't hear others talking about. So, I well, like I said, I on. appreciate the opportunity to be here, and to be quite frank with you. You know, I really like your style. You're very low key, informative, no hype, just right to the facts and very insightful. I mean, there were some <laughs> things that, you know, I tell people they don't get that you were telling me and I'm like, well, this guy's really tuned in, you know, and so <laughs> I think these are the kind of shows. And I think that's one of the reasons, you know, Ryan set this up. This is what we gravitate towards people who have good open us dialogue and communication and aren't into hype. And when we talked earlier, you said, yeah, I tried the products. If someone says, come on the show and they haven't tried the products or I go, no, I don't want to be on there because I want you to know that these products are viable and they work and that they have efficacy because that allows you with a clean heart and with conviction to say, hey, this is a legitimate company. I've tried their products. So I appreciated the opportunity to have Jeff on as a guest. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you're interested in getting a taste of any of Promiscent's uh, products, you can go to promiscent.com and get you some sexy supplies. Uh, use offer code, excuse me, offer code. I'm having a hard time talking today for some mm -hmm. reason. Uh, edible. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um, black and kinky, black N, remember black letter N, kinky, to get 15% off of your order. All right, let's move on to Facebook fuck shit. Hey, yo, what the fuck? You ready for some Facebook fuck shit? Okay, so this is a post um, <laughs> which <laughs> just tells you how um, the old school women did it <laughs> and how we can glean from their knowledge. So this girl is saying combos with her grandma. So the grandma... Uh, she's moving into a new apartment. So the grandma says, asking her about it, and she says, how are you liking your new place? And the girl says, oh, I love it. And then grandma says, good. You ain't letting no nigga move in there now, is you? She said, um, no. And grandma says, because then you would be what? And she responds, paying for dick. And grandma says, what you say? I can't hear you. She says, louder for the people in the back. Paying for dick. And Nana says, exactly. Dick is free. You don't pay for dick. And I just have to give it up to Nano. <laughs> that one. <laughs> There's always plenty of dick to go around. No mm -hmm. need to pay for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. Um, plenty of dick to go around. Y'all just don't appreciate good dick. Well, I didn't say it was plenty of good dick. I just said there's plenty of dick to go around. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of dick to go around. Good dick is a different that's a different conversation. You still should be paying for good dick, but it may be a little it may not be as prevalent as just regular dick. <laughs> See, I don't I don't understand I don't understand it because if <laughs> like first of all, good dick is not something you can take for granted or maybe maybe it maybe it is something you can take for granted because y'all women are looking for love and 
dedication and trust and oftentimes when you get good dick it doesn't come with all of those things this is very true you know meanwhile like it's not really difficult for a guy to like like good pussy like if you if you get pussy it's probably gonna be good <laughs> so it's like why is the stock so high on y'all like why are we just paying for good pussy when it's all really good like most of the time it's good that's because y'all standards aren't always as high <laughs> okay all right you know i had uh come across a video of a woman who thinks a lot like you oh Yes. Oh no, not that girl you talking about that she ain't gonna buy her husband a, a birthday present. Basically this chick no. is like, yo, listen, I'm looking for a man to just take care of everything. I'm trying to live a life of leisure is basically <laughs> what she said. And she was like, yo, he's paying my rent, he's buying my clothes, he's buying my jewelry, he's paying for my makeup, he's paying for my hair. But she was not trying to do anything. Nothing. She was like, all. I'm not cooking, I'm not cleaning, I'm not taking care of kids. Like, <laughs> he got, look, I'm just, I, I guess her philosophy was, I'm just here to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so the dudes were just telling her, like, yo, then she's just a fucking useless mm -hmm. right which you can kind of understand but i can i could see her point too because she was a fairly good looking chick i don't think she's the kind of chick that's just gonna find some dude to just, nah. just just gonna do all that shit um but she's a fairly good looking chick and you can see that if she's online like she's probably getting like you know per picture like two thousand likes in the yeah. first hour or whatever and so you know in her mind it's like yo all of these people want me i'm if i give you myself that's enough look how valuable i am <laughs> that's where it comes from right meanwhile there's niggas out here that just got good ass dick <laughs> <laughs> They can't be doing that shit. Yo, I'm just looking for a chick to do everything. I'm not doing <laughs> shit, but just nope. just sitting here mm -mm. like swinging my dick all day. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm going to be doing. Now that, that I will, well, I'll say that's not. Well, I mean, that would be like a sugar mama. Because a sugar mama don't want nothing from the, the, the dude with the good dick because she can provide it all. But no, I'm not aligned with that woman. I do feel like. I uh the woman both parties of the relationship need to contribute um to the existence of the relationship so it can't be all on one person and but but I think what's really important for her and people like her to know and I and this includes the niggas with big dicks that are just like <laughs> yo I, I don't gotta do shit um but fucking like you know um like first of all for the for the for the women like you're not gonna look that beautiful yeah, forever, like, yeah. You're not. Like you're gonna hit forty and if you're if you're married to a dude that's thinking on that same level that yo, if I'm paying for a chick, she better look good. Like mm -hmm. if I have a trophy wife, she better be a trophy wife forever. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna be a trophy wife forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you hit forty, you hit fifty, there's gonna be like a lot of other women out there that could just take your place because you're not doing nothing but being beautiful. Right, so yeah. it's like <laughs> Or trying to maintain that beauty, right? And there are chicks that don't gotta maintain shit. They could just, they, <laughs> you know, in their twenties and you know whatever. They looking good no matter what, right? Um, so yeah, but and and for the dudes who are walking around with the big dicks, you know, you gonna hit an age and this shit ain't gonna be working like it used to. So you're not gonna be able to deliver the goods. So you better figure out how to write some poetry or something because <laughs> at some point your body will fail you. Yeah. You know. Um, or shout out to, or or, or go to Promising, get some of the, <laughs> the supplements. Something. 
get that delay spray <laughs> you know um so yeah but shout out to all those people that are that are finding alternative tricks to keep their partners in line <laughs> i know i'm trying to figure out like if my dick just completely fails on me what am i gonna do to keep your attention <laughs> you know i could take i could tell some jokes you can't tell some jokes. I could, I could continue to make you laugh. I can, I can. But at I got some point, some I'm gonna want to fuck. You, you're gonna want to fuck. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll you get do some, have some good fingers. I do have good fingers. I'm gonna talk to Jay about that Robo Dick shit. Then <laughs> that's what I'm going to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get them implants, and 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 then we gonna be, we gonna be back in business. But I don't know what, I don't know what y'all chicks can what do. What show? Oh, it was the Tammy Faye movie. I'm sorry, this is so random. <clears throat> but we were watching The Eyes of Tammy Faye and they did a segment of the show with like, you know, because they had their own TV network and she was doing this segment, I guess, with a doctor showing that they, like how the penile implant worked on a Christian network, which is interesting. Oh shit, that shit was dope. <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't even know that they had been around that long, the penile implants, because that was like back in the 80s, like mm-hmm. 80s, early 90s or something like that. Um, I guess that's not that far away, but that no. wasn't that long ago. But yeah, that was just interesting. That that was one thing they showed. <laughs> Look, man, I I, I yo I, shout out to all the Christians out there that are bringing sex <laughs> into the message, mm-hmm. because yo, it's shit, man. If you sometimes that shit could cause a divorce, man. Fucking families breaking up because fucking ain't on the menu no yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> all right. Uh, so <laughs> that went in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> Quick Patreon shout outs uh, to our new Patreon. Some of these folks I might have shouted out last time, but I'm going to shout them out again because they're brand spanking new. So we got Trey, Earl, DeAndre, T and Joe, Damien and Melody. Thank you for um, supporting the show. Um, I understand that we got some people that will support the show for a while and then they'll just leave. Mm hmm. And then they'll come back and start supporting the show again. And yeah. I really want to, I really want to know what the story behind that shit is. <laughs> Cause sometimes I like, I like to, I like to just make up little, little, little like scenarios as to, <laughs> <laughs> as to what happened. Yeah. So, cause you can imagine some people might've been listening to a Patreon and would like, and, and maybe we said something and they didn't like it and they were like, you know what? Fuck Bomber and Bell <laughs> not supporting this show. And then they just leave. Uh, and then, like a few months go by, and they come. Ba- they come back. <laughs> I can't stay mad at you guys. You know? <laughs> then they continue donating to the show, or maybe, maybe it's like some people just like got in trouble with the law and had to get all the way off the grid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they beat the case or some shit, and then came back. <laughs> can't have the FBI tracking me through Patreon. Okay. Yeah. See who I'm donating to. What? Like it's like maybe their wife found their credit card statement or something. Oh, that's just, annoying, yeah. Because I realize like most of my listeners are guys, so you know they I don't, are. Well, I say some of our, like most of our listeners on Spotify are men. Oh, okay. You damn perverts. <laughs> um, no, I'm just playing. Um, but no, uh, we really do appreciate you guys supporting the show. It really just. Um, really humbles us and, and and you know funds all of this shit that we're doing um 
all right so that brings us to the end of the show uh check out uh or listen out for the bells outro uh figure out how to get in contact with us and we will look forward to chatting with you guys again next month peace out Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore Getaways, and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Feel free to email us at Black, the letter N, Kinky Lifestyle at gmail.com. Or call and leave a voice message at 937-462-0744. Bye. Black and kinky, black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle.